Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team with... Courage in our hearts and fear in our bones. <laughs> Continue through season two of The Next Generation with Loud as a Whisper, season two, episode five, and The Schizoid Man, season two, episode six. The Paramount Plus description of Loud as a Whisper is the future of a warring planet depends on a deaf mediator who suddenly loses his ability to communicate. I have a feeling there's going to be some thoughts about this one. I have thoughts, and it may not be as bad as you're anticipating. I... okay? One. Ew. Um, <laughs> yes. Two, his signing looks fake. It looks like he knows a handful, no pun intended, of signs and is faking the rest of it. Mm. They may have made some kind of alien pigeon of mm. American Sign Language, but uh, Howie Seago is actually deaf. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. so... There is at so least... maybe it's just bad acting. Could be. There, There is at least authenticity there. I can't speak to the quality of it all, but... Yeah. He, they didn't just bring in some guy to play act as deaf. Yeah. I would say when Reba's pissed at himself because he mm-hmm. lost his chorus, like when he was signing, yeah, when I was, was like... like in that... English, that looked super fake. Oh, really? I was going to say, like, that looked more real to me. But it was, I, it but was I'm a lot like... of, like, open-handed, just, like, shaking near his face. And like, like, like almost like a, like a, oh, I'm so upset. Like, let me touch my face. But it wasn't. I don't know. It didn't look. Okay. Now, <clears throat> could that be a native English speaking actor trying to do an accent for another language and mm. it sounds really fake? I wonder if somebody who does use fluent ASL trying to do a fake Sign language yeah. on screen. I wonder if that's just what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. I also got. Pick- Why wouldn't they just use regular sign language? I then? know, right? I mean, yeah. that's a thing. Well, yeah. that I mean, is a fair it, question. The, the idea I mean, that he's not. He's not an. From, he's not a human. So yeah. why would he know American Sign Language? Yeah. Was pro- I could see there's some discussion of, yes, he could do American Sign Language, but why is that the default yeah. out in the cosmos? Yeah. I actually read it as he was. He wasn't actually talking to anybody. He was talking to himself and he kept cutting himself off because he was upset. Isn't he supposed to be, maybe I'm muddling his background a little bit here. Wasn't he supposed to be kind of royalty-ish? So like, what if his sign language is not as well defined because he's always had access to the chorus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like that's that's kind of what my headcanon was is yeah, like yeah. maybe he's just never had to be good at it. That's the vibe I got too from the show from the episode. Um, but I'm I'm also not like fluent at all. Never mind native ASL speaker. Like I know like a hundred signs and that's about it. Yeah. Give me the alphabet and I can count to ten and that's as far as I got. That's <laughs> further than I can go. Yeah. Yeah. ASL was my first language. And yeah. then my when my parents got divorced, my mom wasn't full-time anymore, like a full-time caregiver anymore. Uh-huh. And so um, when I went into daycare, I learned English. Okay. I, I mean, I knew a little bit of it at home, too. Right. But, right. like, ASL was my first language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
There was aspects of this episode I liked, but man, I don't know. I mean, I can tell, like, look on your face. Like, this this episode seemed like a very much a PSA announcement of, like, deaf people are people, too. And I'm like, Pulaski's also, it? yeah, Pulaski's pretty against disabled people. Like, yeah. like she tries to, like, I, I think at one point she has a line about, like, about how his brain doesn't accept auditory, so there's nothing she could do to fix him. Right. Um, right. And then when for, just out of nowhere, Jordy is in there hanging out in in medical. Yeah. And she's like, I could fix your eyes. I've only ever done it for two other people, and nobody else that ever ever has ever done it. And it's like, what? Like, why do you gotta fix him? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. He sees better than you do with that. Also, it would, Jordy it would came 20%. in for something else. Yeah. And, and she it, went immediately to, I can fix your eyeballs, and he's yeah. like, Bitch, I asked you about my kidney. <laughs> I broke my arm, lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The thing for me is, like, I was sitting here watching this episode, bracing myself for the ableism, because I'm like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I didn't get it until we got to Pulaski. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it took a turn for the worse for me, because, like, everything before that, there were mix-ups. Like, they, you know, it's like everyone else on the ship was kind of like, oh, like, who do we address? Do we address Uh, you? Do we address your speak, your chorus? And that's like, Yeah, no, exactly. But as soon as they figured it out, they did it the right way after that. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, let's shout at the deaf person until, until he understands us. He did at one point, yeah. but like oh, they were Lord, capable of learning. And then you brought Pulaski in and she's just like, nah, yeah. nah, this is a problem we can fix, man. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. And like, it was just. Make everyone like me. And then they drop so it. Great. The yeah. thing is, is that she implants that thing in Jordy's head. And then they never talk about it the rest of the episode. He not even for him to come back and be like, you know what? No, I'm I'm like now he definitely does talk about his blindness across the show and his and the movies. Like this is just who I am. I'm not yeah. looking for something else. But I think she instilled just enough like weird doubt in his head that like. He was just like, okay, I'll consider right. it or whatever. But the, yeah, they never mention it again. Not oh even gosh. for him to come back and be like, fuck you. No, I'm fine. Like, I, I don't need one that. one more beat to say like, just give me the headache pills, doc. Yeah. Or a conversation, not even with her, because maybe she he knows that like she's not going to hear yeah. this. But like, there could have been a moment with like him and Reva together or something. Like, there, there could have been something Wasn't else. Wasn't there a moment between him and Reva? The very were, beginning yeah, when they the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Early on. Yes. The whole like, I can regrow your eyeballs like some type of weird Frankenstein doctor. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So like that part, but like everything else I was actually like I'm like, okay, so here's a dude that's just like figuring out his place in the universe. He's got his way and as soon as he lost the thing that made him feel like he could be on par with everyone else, he totally went into shock mode and I like I felt that like on a visceral yeah. level. I'm like, you're terrified right now. Like yeah. I would be too. Like yeah, what yeah. what do you do in this situation? Yeah. Suddenly everything that made the world accessible to you is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so yeah, oh, so sure. like that part of it and so knowing that the actor was actually deaf makes it all the more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I do I do like the- that that is the case it makes me feel a little bit better about the signing but yeah i don't i really don't like that they did their own version of it like this yeah. showed in america yeah like like why yeah, did was it... it airing anywhere else but uh, that wasn't their target yeah audience. no yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it didn't yeah, start yeah, with yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. It, i don't know it, it felt like an opportunity for them to showcase a real person and instead mm. they had to fictionalize it like mm. they couldn't just let it be the way that it is like they couldn't right. let they couldn't let a deaf person exist 
the way that they are. They had to alter right. it. It's the way that it felt to me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mix feelings of like whenever they use like, oh, let's just do a lesser known language and call it an alien language. Like whenever like Star Wars uses Sulu to and be like, oh, it's a, this alien language. But like, no, like a million people speak that. You already have a sign language. Why does he have to be an alien? Like, mm. you know, why can't his planet use a version of ASL just in the future. So they have more signs for like teleporter or whatever. Cause they, at, at some point you make that a sign and says, suppose it's finger, finger selling it out, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So you're like, yeah, obviously it's, it's future ease. Yeah. It just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there isn't really any real reason for me to feel ick. It just felt this, this ick. episode no. was a little ick. Yeah. Also, they just like <laughs> abandoned him on the planet. Yeah. Like he, no camping equipment. <laughs> How long is he waiting for those people to show up? Uh, th- does he have food? I mean, like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're just like, adios, bye. Didn't he we did tell great. them to We help? helped that poor deaf guy. Goodbye. And it's just like, what the fuck? But I thought he had told him, like, nope, just leave me here. I'm good. I, Wasn't that yeah. part of it? He was insisting on it. Yeah, it's my yeah. memory, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like they could have left him with a lunch pail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like a little Maybe backpack. right before they leave, they, like, beam down a little little care basket. Right, yeah. <laughs> a Star Trek The Next Generation thermos. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely had bread in it. Yeah. <laughs> bread is so good, though. <laughs> little plastic lunchbox with Picard's face on it. <laughs> because I was, I'm, like, watching them do it, I'll be like, yeah, he did this. I'm just like... He also said that he doesn't know how long it's going to take. I, I really didn't like, too, that they, he was left there to flounder. Like, like I like I know he was supposed to be there to, like, teach them sign. But like you were saying, like, if he didn't ever really have the opportunity to get good at sign, like, he doesn't necessarily have the tools mm. to do that. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, this episode just was icky. It's it's hard to go, like, oh, like, defend, you know, the character choices, because you're like, the writers wrote it this way. Yeah. 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 Is it, like, in some cases, its heart was in the right place, but its execution was just a yeah. swing and a miss? Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, if you're looking at this from, like, what is this, 1988? Eight. Yeah, this is, I'm sure this was yeah, a Yeah, no, this is, like, episode. light year, for, for it to have only... The bulk of its ableism coming from Dr. Pulaski. Okay, this actually wasn't as bad as it could Somebody have been. Somebody we already hate. I mean, she's the Jerry of the ship. It's good that we can just tell <laughs> all of our hatred into her. Yeah. When is Bev coming back? <laughs> we're we're counting down the episodes okay. here. Yeah, and whole other season. I'm going to make one of those like little like countdown. Christmas count- or the little chain. <laughs> Return of Pressure Advent calendar. Yeah. <laughs> you could sell that right now. <laughs> I don't remember. I have this note of something I liked in the episode, and but I don't remember what triggered me to write this. Because I wrote, we must deal with Worf's feelings before we do our jobs. Is there something like in the very beginning where Worf is like upset about something and they all have to talk about it for a minute? I don't remember. Because and then I went on this whole thing and I was like, actually, in a way that's kind of nice there's a recognition that some people may have other things going on in their life and they might be a little busy or upset about something and it's stopping Worf from showing up to like to do his full job. But I cannot remember for the life of me what Worf was upset about. I don't know. But I just, I'm, I, I, I think that's fascinating to me. I was apparently very impressed that they would stop and address a feeling before getting on with their work. <laughs> but I don't know what that feeling was. I'll have to I go back and rewatch it. Troy smiled at the end, though. That was, uh, that, she did great. That that act, the, the actress was like, Dad noticed it. He's proud of me. <laughs> go back inside, dears. <laughs> I 
Also, it's like, like I just need a ringtone of Patrick Stewart saying, "Well done, thank you." Yes. <laughs> I want because it's like that real tight lip smile of like, "Don't fucking start crying, <laughs> full body clench." I'm like, "Yep, I know that feeling." <laughs> My eye sphincters closed. <laughs> there's there's the moment in Star Trek Picard, like the show, the new show that's airing now. That, like, one of the characters is, like, talking with Picard and, like, he says something to her and she's like, you really intimidate me, but I also kind of want to make you proud like a dad. (laughs) Like, that is Picard. It's most of the characters on that show and that's most of people's feelings about Jean-Luc Picard. Yes. And I was like, that is the most self-aware thing I've ever heard. Yes. Yes, I was kind of raised by my parents, but I was also kind of raised by the crews of the Starship Enter- Starships Enterprise. Yeah. Not that Pulaski. Though Pulaski was just sort of yeah. the mean ant that showed up for a year. Right. <laughs> you, every, a, a child needs a nemesis, I feel like, for full growth. <laughs> to go an adult that they're like, maybe adults aren't all that shit. And you in particular, I will live. To bring you down. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's helpful in a formation of a child's personality. So, yeah. okay. That's a fun question. What your enemy was Pulaski. What was y'all's enemies? Oh, uh, 11th grade math teacher. Oh, I've got Fuck plenty. I, I got a list. Yeah. I have a 5th grade teacher <laughs> that I still curse the name of. Yeah. Uh, football. As a concept? <laughs> because the games would go long and would delay role. Star Trek episodes. <laughs> Mine was gravity. Still is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still is, though. Also... <laughs> yeah, also... Yeah. My parental unit. Yeah. Stairs? <laughs> An underlying sense of anxiety. <laughs> You're not gonna succeed if you can't write your name in cursive. Uh, bitch, I've been to the future, and we're gonna be fine. She should just drop out now and hope that somebody rich impregnates her. <laughs> Boof! 11th grade math teacher. Mine's not that bad. My my 5th grade teacher, we were reading uh, Where the Red Friend Grows, and I had read it with my 4th grade teacher. And I was like, aww. Every day I cried in math. This is yeah. like some backstory. Every day I cried in math. I hated math. I could used to do multiplication in like first grade and then I had a massive regression and I still can't do fractions or percentages. Like oh, it, it's like, I don't know. It sucks. But anyways, so I cry every single day in math. And then we were reading Where the Red Fern Grows. And I was like, oh, my teacher cries at this next part. Not thinking anything about spoilers or anything. Like I was a child. I didn't know, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my teacher goes, well, you cry every day in math, like in the most aggressive voice that I had ever heard. And I just burst into tears. I don't think I ever had a bad teacher. And my, my, my true enemy didn't appear until my first college roommate. Mm. That what? bitch can rot in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope she is. I hope she's miserable right now. My fifth grade teacher, after a handwriting exercise, because that's why I brought up that, said to me in front of everyone that this handwriting looks like the handwriting of a retarded person. <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. My college oh roommate my hated me on spec. She used to put, um, like, she she had a small, like, stereo and, like, the, it, it was, like, dorm room. So, like, we shared a room. Yeah. Like, didn't yeah. even have our separate bedrooms or anything. Yep. And there was a ledge, like, up above, just kind of where I couldn't reach it. She used to keep her remotes to, like, her stereo and TV up on the shelf where she knew I couldn't get it. And That's then funny. I was sick. One like I had the flu, like I was like miserable right. in bed, not going to classes, and she and her little snooty friend were sitting in the room 
This room's not that much bigger than this right. room. Yeah. Like, let's be real here. Maybe a little wider. But so, like, my bed's on one side. She's sitting over here whispering. And I can, like, I can hear you. Like, I'm lying in bed feeling miserable. And they're over here talking about me. Oh and then, God. so finally, I stopped. And I was like, so what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let, let, this is apparently where we're having this out right now. And she's like, well, I just think since your parents are paying for your education that you should go to class once in a while. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel good right now. Yeah. I'm so I will shortly will be I will probably. go to class when I feel better. Thank you. And then something else happened and I was just like, okay, I can hear you talking about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you guys are not soft whispers. Yeah. And it's obvious that you're whispering, (laughs) even if you were talking quietly. And I was like, what is your problem with me? And she goes, well, look at you. (gasps) And I was like, that that never met a person like that in my entire life. And I was like, fuck you, lady. (laughs) Like, I was was a wimp, and I had the flu. I was tired and a wimp. And so I didn't say anything, but, like, I asked for another room, and immediately, and I didn't even tell her I was moving out, but somebody told her I was moving out, Mm -hmm. because I showed up the weekend that I was moving my stuff to the other room, that she'd already taken all my stuff down and put it on my bed. Like, it was ready for me to go. And I'm like, all right, thanks, bitch. That yeah. is uh, grounds for the C word. What a cunt. Yeah, I know. Uh, and the council she, of the C word. Here's the case, and it, it will it's allow it. She <laughs> was studying to be a veterinarian. Ew. What the That fuck? is not a person I would ever bring an animal to. God, no. <laughs> uh, she'll kill a dog once. She, she, she didn't, though. Like, she she got impregnated by some nice rich person. I have no idea what happened. And to now her. I'm a goddamn librarian, so take that. Where did all these evil really teachers come teachers. from? Because yeah. I did not have evil teachers. In mm. my school I had this year, ineffective teachers. But yeah. <laughs> at, my, at my school this year, there's um, a kindergarten. Well, this last year, there was a kindergarten teacher who like referred one student to me, and every time I'd come to get her, she was just a total kind of like yelling at the students. <laughs> like, and one time I heard her talking to the teacher next door and she's like i can't wait to get away from all these brats i retire in three years and i was like why don't you make it three years earlier like, yeah. go do oh something God. else for three years yeah. why yeah. you're obviously done yeah, yeah. <laughs> if my my child had that person for a teacher i would demand another teacher yeah oh, like yeah, i would not yeah. put my child in a room where their teacher was going to yell at them all day I'll for call five them days brats? a week no yeah yeah I would have total carrying that shit out. Yeah. yeah. If I wanted my child to like be traumatized, I'd just send them over to like my, my grandma's. Like, my <laughs> grandma's. Yeah, exactly. Like there are times when parents are right. There are definitely times when parents are wrong and are attacking yeah. teachers for no reason. Yeah. But there are definitely times where like, nope. Now it's time to be a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else about loud as a whisper <laughs> before we move to our commercial break? Pulaski's a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Pulaski to... is making kids write in cursive and yelling about it, crying it, uh, <laughs> nah. keeping the, keeping the remotes above the wheelchair people. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. don't agree with me, then You're... you must be wrong, bitch. This is an English class. Everything <laughs> is subjective here. Commercial break. Get your Android body up. Android house. <laughs> we put your brain in an Android. But sir, what if the Android already has a brain? 
No, it's cool. You just drop, you take the whole file, you drag it to the recycle bin. We got USB cords. We got <laughs> Firewire cords. <laughs> That's discontinued. That's hard to get. We even got original iPhone cords. <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> Hal and Leroy's Android House. Oh! <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment. Black lives matter. Yeah! Water is life. Yeah! Also, I should drink water. Hold on. Hydrate before you dehydrate. Ask yourself, would Dolly Parton do this? And if yeah. she would, do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if she wouldn't, don't do, do the thing. Yeah. yeah. And then instead be like, maybe I should do this other thing that Dolly yeah. Parton would do. Bodily autonomy is yeah. very important for all human creatures. And for our cat, as she tells us. Frequently. Yes, no, our, our cat is better at consent than most humans. Well, for herself. She doesn't yeah, really no, care about our consent. Her, she sets her yeah, yeah I'm, I'm at the point with anybody who's like, oh, you know, anti-abortion. And I'm just like, cool, give me your kidney. <laughs> no, you're yeah. saying that because something in your body can save a human life, that that human life now should have precedence over your currently functioning whole body so give me your kidney if the possibility of roe v wade doesn't terrify you on some level i'd like mm. to ask you to reconsider your opinion because the leaked draft hinges getting rid of roe v wade on the fact that the right to privacy does not exist and that was the so core if you issue think of roe. Yeah. they're going to stop with yeah. abortion, you are kidding and, yourself. No, and even though the reason I bring up the kidney thing because that's literally right. the next thing on the line is organ transplant. Mm -hmm. They yeah. will take your organs. Like there, Period. there are so many dominoes that fall if this falls, and, mm -hmm. and it's like, like it was shaky to begin with because it's up to you know six. Yeah. Boring, awful, awful human yeah. beings on one court who don't, who don't to say, think about yeah. consequences. Yeah. Say you get in a car accident and you're going to lose a leg, and the doctors decide that's not an equality of life for you, so we're going to kill you, take all your organs. Yes. 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 Like, yeah. That's what happened to Robocop. Yeah. What's yeah. to say that's not on the table anymore? <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, that's that's obviously an extreme, but like, so is overturning Roe v. Wade. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No one's going to call me on my Robocop reference. That's good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and my three of these podcasters just kind of looked at me for half a second and were like, no, we don't have time to tell him that this is not about Robocop. <laughs> No, I mean, it's always I, about Robocop. I looked at you and correct. I was like, that's correct. It wasn't. It doesn't need expounding on. It, that would yeah. happen. Just like Robocop. Yeah, it was a dismissal. It was, it was. It was, no, of course. It was, it, was it. it was an acceptance of fact. Yeah. You know what? Robocop is real. Yeah. For, for us in this house, we will go with Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, if you think that the taking of away of rights only applies to people you don't like. You have not been living very long or paying close enough attention. Yeah. I voted for the Panthers eat my face, and now the Panthers eating my face. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. What, what's happening? I thought he was going to eat everyone else's face. the Panther hates the people face. I hate, so I'll probably vote for it again. Just yeah. the Panther. It's, I must deserve it, I guess. No, you don't deserve it, but everyone else does. So getting revenge on them is worth the negative consequence to you. If you enjoy our word usements... <laughs>
You might find other fun at PartyApocalypse.com, including Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter with Eris and myself, and our newest addition to the Party Apocalypse family, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, with myself, our good friends Kenzie, Donna, and Debbie talking about horror movies every other week that this show is off. There are other podcasts available, including As the Myth Turns in its entirety and The Fourth Wall in its entirety, books, blogs, movie reviews, etc. Partyapocalypse.com for all your entertainment needs. Z! Yes. You have something to plug. I have, I almost said a Twitch. A TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could Twitch. I, I could if I knew how, but Chuck I don't. Chuck Tingle has said that you can read all of his books on live stream. Nice. That's I'm, hilarious. I'm thinking of doing that, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, no, I have a TikTok where I do things and make videos, and you can find me at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Excellent. Eris, anything to plug? Not really, um, unless I'm going to start live streaming Chuck Tingle's uh, <laughs> erotic works of fiction and nonfiction. Erotic works of nonfiction? He's he's got some that are weird. But is he like doing like the erotic biography of Lincoln? I mean, <laughs> how is this erotic nonfiction? <laughs> he's got some just like random textbook ah. kind of things, and you're like, this is technically nonfiction, I guess, hmm. right? It's like self helpy. The the erotic the 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 horny dinosaur encyclopedia. Speaking of which, Laura, life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? Uh, Transitions phrase. <laughs> No, I'm I'm going to continue to plug civic responsibility and participation in our system because it's what we got and a lot of people don't do it. So really a minority of people are voting on all the things that are happening to you right now. So add your voice to that. The cynics used to say if voting were of any use, it would be illegal, but hey, look at that. Yeah, if as soon as as soon as there's any the, the tiniest little restriction on on voting, you know, it's it's could be a powerful thing. So yeah. Yeah. And and look at who are doing all the restrictions on voting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's almost that... as if they have something to hide. With that I think we'll go back to our episode. Woo! <laughs> I can't keep up with all the noises! <laughs> the Schizoid Man. An episode that definitely makes Loudest Whisper seem better by comparison. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Oh, no, uh, first this... of all, I hate the title. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. It's big bad. Yeah. Like, like what is happening? Uh, the, with the writers the room said, "Okay, okay, guys, I want the worst episode title you can come up with. Go, yeah, uh, turd eating the motion picture. That's pretty good. The schizoid man. Fuck you, turd eating. We've got the schizoid man. It's like somebody lost a bet. Yeah, and they're just like, I guess we're doing this." Paramount Plus's description is a brilliant but terminally ill scientist and asshole seeks eternal life by transferring his mind into Data's body. It says and asshole? No, I did. Paramount Plus pouring the tea. Yeah. <laughs> The, the tiny little bright spot is that, like, Pulaski excuses herself in, like, the first couple of minutes and you don't see her again until right. later. My... But also proving that we have highly capable doctors also on the ship that are not Pulaski. Yeah. So why don't we have Dr. Solar more often? This, this yes. is so wild. I get the sense to Diana Muldor's credit. She read the, epi the script for this episode and was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and they had to rewrite it. Like, can we get you at least at the beginning and the end? She's like, fine. Whatever. And, and, and so they literally controlled F, control F'd 
her out of the script and put Dr. Solarian. This has big vibes of those episodes of Frasier where either Kelsey Grammer was directing that week or in rehab that week and left in the first few minutes and came back in the last few minutes. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of pleasant to not have her around. That's 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 the yeah, good thing Okona I can say about no this. No Pulaski. Mm. So the optimum level of no uh, of Pulaski is no Pulaski. Not Actually, even reminding us that she was even there to begin the, with. The <laughs> optimum level is after this season when she's never referred to again and Beverly never leaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the correct level of Pulaski. So much so that it, it's a reverse earworm and it just went into our heads and deleted her from our memories. Yes. There's so much wrong with this episode. Yeah. It's contingent on as many characters as possible being as stupid as fucking possible for as long as possible, including Jean-Luc Picard, which I don't like that. Don't make him dumb. He's smart dad. I got dumb dad. I don't need smart dad being dumb dad. That means I've got two dumb dads, and what the fuck am I going to do with two dumb dads? (laughs) (laughs) And that's going in the episode because I'm... Absolutely certain my parents will never listen to this podcast. Maybe that, that, uh, maybe that implies that. a world though, where Picard is a himbo. Not, not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm okay with that. I just don't need him to be big old dummy. Yeah, I don't and need it's... him to be like drunkard sitcom dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Himbo yeah. dad is one thing. Yeah, but the whole like I'm a big fat idiot and I'm gonna play this off for laughs is not. Yeah, 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 yeah late yeah. stage Homer Simpson is not yeah, what I no, need no, from no, this no. man. No. The problem is, is nothing in this episode works. Yeah, unless they added that one that that little scene in the beginning where Data has a beard and he's acting a little weird. Nothing out because they're like, oh, Data's just being weird and experimenting with things later on, and instead of like, so if they if they hadn't had that, like, you, they had to specifically write that weird scene at the beginning right. to make it fit that everyone else would be like, that's not our Data, yeah. Like, yeah. so they they made everyone, including Data, more stupid from the very beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it... Big my bang. my first two comments that well aren't Data related. Says women aren't people! Exclamation point! Question mark! Exclamation yeah. point! Yeah. And then also, I hate Ira. Let him die. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> yeah. Sorta. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I, the character Ira, what's whatever Graves. Graves. Yeah. Had very like actual like grandfather kind of vibes. I'm like, yeah, I've met that asshole. But at the same time, I'm like, no, I don't care. Yeah. Don't do he's not, not care for he's him. He's not my grandpa. I don't have to put up with other people's grandpas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no like there. There's no social expectation for me to be nice to this old man. So I am actively digging a hole in the backyard right now. Like uh, grandpa's gonna die any day now. Any day now. One way or another. <laughs> One way. Or another. <laughs> I got a shovel and a fresh hole right here. We'll just make this happen. Put it in your hole. No, wait. No. <laughs> No. Yeah, like, Psst, see, people have holes other than their mouths. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. The, the showrunner at this time, um, a man named Maurice Hurley, who is, uh, I think I've mentioned on the show before, is a complete asshole. He is the reason Bev's gone. Because mm. he thought Gates McFadden was a little mouthy and decided to ship her out. I'm like... Fuck you. So the the women aren't people. That's right. coming directly oh, that's from coming the, from, this but guy. He yeah. hates this episode. So I'm like, sun even shines on a dog's ass someday. <laughs> yeah. 
okay, he's an asshole because of this disease or whatever. Like, right. they said they it's deteriorating his brain and yeah. irritability is a side. But then, then why is he a selfish, arrogant asshole in Data's body where he right. wouldn't still have yeah. the brain cancer or whatever it was? Right. Because he always was. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm like, and they, they, I guess there was, a, there was a moment where I was like, is his brain, like, how the upload happened, was it taking a snapshot of his brain at the moment of upload? So was it taking his deteriorating brain? Mm-hmm. But they never mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. That was the only out That's I could giving think it of. too much credit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is this going to be like, oh, but it turns out that it wasn't a full upload because he had the dementia or whatever stuff uploaded with it, and that's why he's acting, you know, cuckoo or whatever. They didn't go there. Nope. They were just like, oh, I guess he's always been an asshole who wants to fuck his surrogate daughter? Yeah. I got a real, like, oh, that she was abandoned. Yeah, and, and like, he's real like, bad. she was yeah. abandoned here when she was real young and I raised her. And I'm like, what? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> groom. <laughs> yeah. Like, Woody uh, Allen called, he wants his shtick back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He wants to know if your daughter wife is available. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! One one thing I did like when they showed Data the the, the brief flashes of things the, the, mm-hmm. the film strip it included Tasha Yar. Yes, which was nice. Yeah. But it also included clips from Wrath of Khan. I'm like, yeah, if you were trying to elicit a emotional reaction out of me, a quick cut of Wrath of Khan would probably get me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of the ships blowing up. Uh, it, was, it was the scene? Genesis yeah. tutorial. Oh, like the, okay. The CGI planet getting the missile and then terraforming okay. suddenly. Brent Spiner kind of feels like he's carrying this show. I'm gonna be honest. And yeah. I think at the moment, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The movies with the Next Generation crew tend to focus on him and Picard. Yeah. yeah. Even at this point, isn't Jean or what's his real name, Patrick Stewart? Isn't he a little like unsure if he's gonna stick around on the show? He has a contract for three years. Okay. And that's going to be a big. That's why we have a very on. weird cliffhanger at the end of season three. three yeah. yeah. Any of the cast who is unhappy with being on the show at this point is probably completely reasonable. Like Denise Crosby bowing out of the show at that point. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But it gets better, so stick it out. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. It, it feels. It almost feels like it, maybe is there a new showrunner in three? Yes. Okay. Because like yeah, it, they, it they feels like Maurice Hurley bring back Bev. Everybody's fine. It's, there's there's a shift, but even with the characters, like everyone's yeah. more into it and yeah. giving more of themselves. It's amazing what a new boss can do. Mm. Yeah. You know. I mean, this is accurate. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Bring back your old friend who was really good at her job that, yeah. you know, got booted for someone who's not good at her job. And that everybody liked. Like, Yeah, nobody didn't like Beverly. Nobody didn't like Beverly. But this episode went nowhere and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> bad title. Bad opening. Bad, bad concept. Middle. Yeah. Bad ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brent Spiner was the only saving grace, and even that wasn't enough. And, there was, there and was Pulaski a... left early on and didn't come back until was, the very that end. Was that happen. was a nice framework for an episode. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about the ethics of the whole, like, this is just one dude, I'm going to go save the many. And I'm like, okay, I, I do see that, but at the same, I just, it just feels weird for a doctor to be like, fuck this guy. Maybe <laughs> she knew him. She's pretty for... old, too. Maybe she hated him. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Ira Graves... Fuck no. That, I that guy can better. die. Dr. Solar, you got this. I would almost feel better if a doctor said, like, yeah, but I met him and he's an old turd, so I'm going to go save these other people. <laughs> I would almost feel better if a doctor said that. 
But I don't know, she was just very like, fuck that guy, I'm gonna go help the colonist ship. And I was like, leave and never return. Although that could have been an interesting twist on Pulaski's character if she did go down to the planet and, you know, like, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. She sends everyone out of the room and she just sits down and stares at her future watch. Like, okay, anytime you want to die now, sir, go, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I'm just here to witness it. The, uh, <laughs> it's my hospice. <laughs> the Anthony Edwards at the end of that one season of ER, just, you know, taking him to the elevator and just... <laughs> yeah. Shocking nothing. Blink. Yep. A couple of lines that Captain Picard had, and I didn't write them down, but it was where he was confronting... Ira in Data's body, yeah. Graves or whatever in Data's body, and he's—I can't remember what he, what he said, but my my comment was okay. But Captain Star Trek isn't supposed to be woke. There's so much not great about this one. Yeah, I and which is weird. I mean, not weird. I mean, but the. Again, I like the ones that play with the idea of consciousness, but it's like they didn't go there. They didn't go with the whole idea of like, I mean, the Graves' entire uh, theory hinged on the fact that um, he was going to up- upload himself to a computer. Great, fine, whatever. But then he sees data and he sees his opportunity. Okay. But like, he's just like, oh yeah, it's just a walking computer. That's going to be perfect for me. Not recognizing that they even set up the beginning. Yeah. Which they then used as a crutch in a terrible way of the fact that data is literally experimenting with self-expression, a thing that conscious people do. Mm. Like, you know, they could have had this whole like actual like battle of the wills happening where Mm. data is trying to wrest back control of his own body from an invading force. And they didn't, they didn't do that at all they were just like i guess graves is the stronger will or whatever because he's a bigger asshole i get <laughs> but i'm just like what if data turns out is the most stubborn motherfucker <laughs> like i would have loved to see that as character building for data like he's a nice but he's not passive he's just mm. like no i exist get out of me yeah <laughs> i that would have been a cool episode, but they... They didn't go there. They did not go there, and it didn't even occur to them to go there. No, you're right. That could have been way more interesting. Just let me write Star Trek! (laughs) From the past. (laughs) From the past! Mac, let me borrow that time machine! (laughs) I need to punch some heads! No, I'm pretty sure there's just, like, some future contract that says I'm not allowed anywhere near it because of the uh, irreparable harm that mm. I do to the timeline. You go back and you're, like, you fix a few things in Next Gen early on, but then you're, like, okay, now it's time to go back even further and fix a few things in the original oh, series. Would... And then, like, in the future, everyone's, like, why are Spock and Kirk just making out all the time? <laughs> so, so you've seen me edit something. I just keep trying to fix things until it's uh, totally unusable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, wow, it's really weird how the original series was just a lot of porno. and <laughs> But there's consciousness stuff in the next gen. This is weird. We are approaching at the end of our time. Does anyone else have anything they need to say about the schizoid man before we jettison it? This is where you can purposely hit the eject button, not accidentally hit it because you thought you were going to, what, yellow alert? Yeah, right next to the button you hit every day. I'm sorry, I'm just going to flashback there. Flashback to, I think, our second episode. The Pulaski eject button the card had installed on his chair. 
would hit the shit out of that button. I'd be like, Oops. every day, every day, I'm just going to get her out of the air. I want them to install one of those things, one of those lever contraptions from Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. And I want Picard to, to go over and be like, all right, on your way to medical. Like, right. like oh, the Jettisoned. Yeah. She starts wearing a spacesuit everywhere she goes on the ship. Yes. Things can get jettisoned at any second. And then she's like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna float back to the ship now." And he has, or I guess Jordy's not. He has Wesley. You know, like okay, tractor beamer. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Just like she's floating up to the ship, and he's like, "Okay, warp factor one." Boom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Again. Oh man. Oh, oh hold on. We'll come back for you. No, no, no. I won't do it again. I promise. Wesley, the gas. <laughs> Have you ever tried to get into a friend's car and they're like, okay, get into it. And then they like yes, step on yes. the, the gas a little bit and you're like, stop, stop. I'm trying to get in. And, they're like, and then they step on the gas. And you're like, wait, wait. I'm not in yet. Exactly. Oh, man, we just got a distress call. We'll come back for you in about a week, okay? You're good, right? All yeah, right. Just mac and cheese in a cup. <laughs> no microwave, though. <laughs> So that's what season two is going to be from now on, right? Just us, like, finding new and ingenious ways to torture Pulaski until she just... thats Maybe that's what happened. They hazed her until she just left. And by hazing her, just confronted her with Herself. life situations that were different than her own. Like, yeah. here's a robot who's alive. That's Not a, on my watch. That is targeting me. <laughs> I feel attacked by feel the existence attacked. of data. <laughs> anyway. Next time, your away team will continue with season two with unnatural selection, in which something bad happens to Pulaski, but she's fine. <laughs> and a matter of honor, more Klingon cultural Yay! fun. Woo! One of our crew will go on an exchange program with on a Klingon ship. The answer may surprise you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it Worf? No. <laughs> that would Darn. be the obvious <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. Bye bye! Howl and Leroy. 